Hello, this is Cam. This is Mal. And this is Their Eyes Are Watching TV, a TV and film podcast. This week we will be discussing the new hit movie on Lifetime called Wrath, set a seven deadly sins story starring Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child and the one and only Miss Tina Lawson, who birthed both Beyonce and Solange Knowles. This is true. And also Romeo Miller. Not to not, <laughs> not, to not who she birthed, but <laughs> also co-starring. <laughs> yes, he did not come from the womb of Miss Tina. Um, That's a Percy Miller original. <laughs> if you have not seen Wrath, please go check it out on Lifetime and come on back. In the meantime, Mal's going to give us some news. Yeah, also, I will say this is a little exciting because this is the first time we've recorded together in person since the holiday episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You have decided to come out the house and brave these COVID streets, finally. I, I did. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, Kamisha was out here ripping and running, so I had to, <laughs> I had to stay safe. <laughs> hey, the world is open. <laughs> COVID who? <laughs> right, apparently. <laughs> uh, so, uh, to get started with some news, one of our favorite celebrities got engaged recently. Co-host of the <laughs> wild- <was> like, <laughs> co-host of the wildly popular, successful podcast. Their eyes were watching TV. <laughs> Cam got engaged last weekend. I did. I yes. Did. Many congratulations. How how are you feeling? Thank you. I feel (laughs) awesome. And thank you for braving COVID and coming in person. That was actually the first time I've seen you since the holiday. It was. But no, it's it's awesome. It's all it's it's I'm on cloud nine. Doesn't feel real. So you know, um, I think I need to start a GoFundMe to <laughs> make the wedding a possibility, but because uh, their eyes ain't ain't paying me just yet. <laughs> the eyes aren't quite washing the bank account just yet. <laughs> no, no. But I'm I'm really excited. It's 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 surreal. It's very yeah. surreal. Yeah. Well, it was. Uh... Not to tell too much of your business, but it was a surprise proposal. So that's <laughs> when Cam mentioned I was brave the streets to or brave COVID to go out. Um, that's why I was there. And it was a really beautiful moment. So uh, congratulations to you both. Thank Very you. happy for y'all. I mean, the proposal was shocking. But, <laughs> but seeing you there in person was <laughs> probably the most shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad that was more of a surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, very glad I could be there. (laughs) So after about six and a half months of season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race, (laughs) it finally came to an end. So spoiler alert for anyone who has not watched yet. But the winner was... She don't want no big pill. She want a Willow pill. Willow pill. <laughs> Congratulations to Willow pill. One of my faves this season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, I didn't even care who won. I'm just glad the season's <laughs> over. <laughs> but I, I liked Willow from day one, so I'm not mad that she yeah. won. Yeah. 
Me too. I think for most of us, we were like anybody but Daya <laughs> out of that top five. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I really loved uh, and Jerry and Lady Camden too. So, yeah, I think I think I like this format better where it's not. Well, I mean, they had already given us a lip sync extravaganza, Lollapalooza, mm-hmm. whatever earlier on in the season so i guess they couldn't do it for the finale but i think i like this better where they get um you know kind of like a promo marketing video and then they do (laughs) an original song honestly i feel like the most kind of cohesive like promo and song was angeria to me everyone else Mm. felt I don't know, like awkward. Like they were really awkward to watch, specifically the video portion. I feel like the only song I remember is Willow's because it was like I hate people, <laughs> and she had those extra like faces. But I can't remember what anyone else's song was. Like what was Angeria's song? Oh, I don't, child. I don't know the song, <laughs> but I just it felt the most like there was good continuity between. Like, it really felt like a promo video. And everyone else, I felt like there was, like, a disconnect between their video and the song. Mm, okay. Like, I don't know. Bosco and... I, I don't know. They just... They weren't that good to me, the videos. Mm. But okay. it also made me wonder, like, why did we have a top five if you were just going to narrow it down to two people and there wasn't <laughs> really, like, a criteria why? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Felt a little silly to have that many people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. But the queens are making money, okay? It's a hundred and fifty thousand and second place got fifty K. Yeah. That's that's more than the winner of uh the UK season got. <laughs> and the the UK versus the world. Oh wow! How much did they get? I don't think they got any money. I think what? I think you. I think the first season of UK, you might have got like a song and a show on Wow, and then wow. UK versus the world, you got like a verse with Rue, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> not a verse with Rue, and not even like a new song, like an old Rue song. You got a verse on it. <laughs> Sad. Sad. Oh, I feel like there's like so many um drag race contestant verses for like all of these old songs <laughs> probably probably yeah, so many different versions so i don't watch the mass singer but <laughs> <laughs> i don't either i know it's pretty popular but uh, on a recent episode uh rudy giuliani was unmasked after singing bad to the bone oh wow yeah so obviously this was a the most controversial person who's been on Mass Singer, from what I understand. And judges Ken Jong and Robin Thick walked off stage. Oh, Robin walked off? Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. so and Ken was overheard saying, I'm done, like as he walked off. But Jenny McCarthy and Nicole Scheginger stayed up there mm-hmm. dancing. Clapping along, mm-hmm. Shucking and jiving. <laughs> You love throwing out shucking the job. <laughs> Just when it fits, it fits. <laughs> but yeah, so good for them for walking out because we're not going to try to make this villain all, I don't know, Q 
cute and cuddly or right whatever. as he's singing bad to the bone right exactly <laughs> disgusting exactly. disgusting to whoever booked him mm-hmm. um well netflix is about to cancel themselves because <laughs> they are trying to bring ads to a platform that they swore oh. they would never have ads on the entire this is i hate all of these like innovative companies the ubers the netflixes like you come out with these revolutionary ideas yeah change the game and then you revert back to the old bullshit what did uber their whole thing was like you don't have to tip (laughs) everything's included and now they want you to tip all the time (laughs) netflix same bs we're not gonna put any ads Except, psych, we're going to add ads so that we can lower the cost for some of you broke folks who can't get a free password from somebody. I hate it. I hate it. I mean, Netflix is already like, I never watch it to begin with. Like, of lately, I I can't remember the last show on Netflix I watched. They raised their prices and I was getting ready to cancel them. Anyways, if they do this ad crap, best believe I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. Yeah, I haven't watched a lot on Netflix recently. Like, I was going to watch Bridgerton. Um, oh, you know, I just opened it back up. I was going to mention this later, but I started watching season two of Russian Doll. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Like, I feel like now with Hulu, like, they have so many shows, you know, like, current shows where, mm-hmm. like, watch it the next day on Hulu. Like, Abbott Elementary, This Is Us, yep. Grand Crew, Atlanta. It's kind of like, what do you really need Netflix for? Or, like, get it for a month when you want to watch Bridgerton or whatever, and then get rid of it. I agree. I feel like Netflix, they keep canceling all of their really good shows. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So it's like, why am I being loyal to a brand that's not loyal to me? (laughs) Mm. Stick it to the man. So that, and aren't they, like, I think they canceled, what, Bright? Bright, uh, oh, the part second, two, yeah, or, movie with Will yeah. Smith over the slap BS, like, yeah, keep it Netflix. Yeah, I hadn't even heard about the ad thing. I I saw people were up in arms, but I thought, and maybe this is like another part of this. They're gonna crack down on password sharing. Did you hear that? Yes. So they that announcement came before the ad thing. They are trying to limit. I guess how many people in a household can share a password. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're going to figure that out or how to tell if you're not in that household or what have you. But yes, they already, I think they lost, I don't know if it was 200, a thousand or 200. I don't know if it was 200,000 or mm-hmm. 2 million oh, users shit. that they lost. Wow. Like in this first quarter, part of that was that they like cut off streaming to Russia so they lost like a oh, million people off okay. the back yeah. <laughs> from that. Right. But then the others they're trying to blame on like competition in the market mm-hmm. and password sharing. So they're trying to crack down on the passwords and also they've already been, I guess, beta testing this ad rollout in other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would say maybe... I'm assuming, like, non-first world countries. Like, countries where people might not be able to afford Mm. a full subscription. 
Um, they've been rolling it out and they're trying to bring it to America in like the next couple of years. And everybody online's like, no. So <laughs> I don't right. know how this is going to work out for Netflix. Yeah. So I thought that was one of their biggest draws. Like they were the only it, streaming service without. It yeah. was the entire draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially now that they're canceling like all the shows that people love. Like that really is the only draw. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, it's very annoying to me because for a long time it was Netflix and Hulu came around a little later and now it's just like we're getting all these streaming services and it's like, so cable. Like, <laughs> basically, that that's what I don't get is that, like I was listening to a podcast recently and it was about Snoop, Snoop Dogg and how he bought all of like uh, everybody's masters from death row records Mm. and he pulled them all off of like spotify title all of like the streaming girls and put it on in like the metaverse (laughs) oh good god whatever the fuck that is yeah oh my god so like he took it off of places where like people go to listen and put it on like his own platform and he was like bragging like yeah we about to make all this money blah 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 i'm like but what about the consumers? <laughs> like, we don't want to go to 30,000 different places to listen to right. music, watch TV. Like, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not paying for all this crap. I'd rather have regular cable. Yeah, at this point, I kind of feel like just cancel it all and just <laughs> go back to cable. <laughs> like, And, like, these streaming networks, you can make them... Um, what are they called? Premium channels like HBO and Showtime. Mm. I still wouldn't buy them though. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna pay for Netflix. If if Netflix, if it's only like Netflix content, Netflix content. Like I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying as an option for people who want them. Same way, like I mm. have HBO. I don't have uh, Showtime. Yeah, but I could get it if I want to. So like, if I have. Uh, Disney Plus, and I want to add on, you know, Hulu or uh, what's Netflix? That's the one we're talking about. If I want to <laughs> add that on, then I can, you know, pay $10, 12 a month, whatever it would be to add that channel. Yeah. But yeah, all these different streaming services having to, you know, go back to the home menu and <laughs> go into a different app. Like, Jesus. yeah, it's okay. getting old. I don't even. Switching apps doesn't bother me. Paying for all of this stuff individually bothers me. It's, well, it's all of it for me. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like I have a nice little setup now with trading off on uh, different apps. Like, I pay for HBO, oh, so I trade oh. someone for, yeah. So they crack down on that. That's what, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so if Netflix cracks down, and uh, the person I get Netflix from closes their account like they're really fucking up a whole ecosystem <laughs> Ugh, capitalism mm-hmm. yeah um let's see the other bit of news i thought i saw that you had this uh 50 cent has beef with the uh, stars stars network definitely hearing oh. this for the first time oh okay <laughs> uh 50 wants to buy his power universe from stars oh he apparently only has five months left on his contract Mm. and according to him they are not airing one of his shows for the next six months so he's like why am i sitting here not making any money 
I'm renegotiating my deal. I want power to go with me wherever I go, if it's stars or elsewhere. So he is trying to uh, get stars, I guess, to show him the money. Because, I mean, I, I don't know what else comes on stars besides Power, P-Valley, and Outlander. Oh, for Outlander. Yeah. I mean, I feel like he's at a good place to put pressure on him because I feel like uh, all these power spinoffs, that's really like 75% of stars, at least. I agree. I agree. He's probably going to get his money yeah. <laughs> from them. Um, But that's, uh, you know, it's interesting. Power play. Good for him. And I guess all the the power folk. But I'm like, what other what other network what other network would this be on other than like HB not HBO, I was gonna say VH one or <laughs> BT. I don't see HBO picking this up. I don't think the writing's good enough to be on HBO. <laughs> and I mean I've only watched like two episodes. It actually might make it a lot better if it was on HBO. Okay. Okay, maybe. Mm. Because I feel like you couldn't do VH1 or BET without toning down a lot of the violence and cursing, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. I feel like all of that is on regular cable now. No. No. Hmm. Like, I think you could be on their plus, their premium. Yeah, maybe BET plus. (laughs) I think you could say shit now on certain channels, but you can't say fuck. Because they be saying shit on Grownish sometimes. I'm like, oh. I heard the F word recently on like FX or something where I was like shocked. Like, whoa, where are the Christians crying about this? (laughs) (laughs) Not the regular cable. It's so crazy because I remember like when we were kids, like, I mean, when we were kids, like up until like maybe five or six years ago, you could only say damn. So it's like, it's pretty crazy you remember how they used to like dub the movies yeah like uh get on my ever loving face (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) well freak you too (laughs) those were always so creative (laughs) so bad (laughs) and lastly did you ever see the movie or read the book, The Time Traveler's Wife? No. <laughs> Darn. I was so hoping to read like that. Oh. That's okay. Well, that sounds kind of terrible. story doesn't read. <laughs> yeah, but when I read, I usually read like nonfiction or like historical books. Okay. I don't read a lot of fiction. All right. Well, Time Traveler's Wife, that is a book, I think, and a movie, is now oh. becoming a show. Didn't they have, like, Rachel McAdams in it or something? Mm-hmm. And Steve Bannon? Is, okay, I can't is remember that who a real the person? time traveler. Okay. <laughs> or Eric Bana. Eric. <laughs> I was like, is that the Hulk's real name? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Steve Bannon. No, that's politics. Never mind. Yeah, Steve that's Bannon like... is politics. Okay. Wait, Eric Bana. What's the Hulk's name? Is his name Eric? Is it Eric? Oh. The actor or like the Hulk? No, the Hulk. No, his name is Bruce. Bruce Bannon. Bruce Banner. Banner. (laughs) 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 
So the the time traveler's wife is now becoming an HBO show. I'm pretty surprised by this. Uh, I don't know what they're gonna do with this. So what's what's it about? I think he's a guy who time travels, but somehow is in love with a woman and pops in and out of her life and doesn't really have, I think, any control when he time travels. In love with the woman. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So apparently they're going to make a show about it. I don't. I was hoping you had seen (laughs) to tell us how this is going to be possible. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But it's starring uh, Jon Snow's real-life wife, uh, Rose Leslie. Oh, yeah. And and Theo James. I forget what Theo's in, but he's been a lot of random yeah, things. Yeah, his name. Lots of random things. But I think it's supposed to... It is supposed to air... Oh, he was in the Divergent series, Theo. Ah, that's right. It's supposed to air in May on HBO. Okay. So check it out if you want. (laughs) I don't know if I will be, but (laughs) if y'all say it's good, I might check it out. That's all I got for news. All right. So as already mentioned today, we are talking about Wrath, a seven deadly sin story, which is a T.D. Jakes (laughs) film. One of seven films, I assume. Ooh, yeah, our brother in Christ is going through all seven <laughs> sins. Uh, I believe uh, greed. I, I think this movie came out as a double header of greed, which starred Monique Coleman from High School Musical and uh, Eric Benet. <laughs> so <laughs> he's just making his way through all the sins. Um, I believe Carrie Hilson is in Lust. Oh, it's yeah, it's a whole thing. So this film also uh, co-produced or co-executive produced by Sean Robinson, (laughs) who 90 Day Fiance fans will definitely recognize that name. She's (laughs) one of our faves. So Michelle Williams stars in this film as Chastity, which what a name for a Christian movie. (laughs) Chastity is a lawyer. She's your stereotypical like TV and film lawyer. Like she's working hard. She's super busy. She always has a deposition due. And of course she is trying to make partner <laughs> because every lawyer in every movie and TV show is trying to make partner. <laughs> <laughs> so um she like basically she doesn't have time for romance because she's working so yeah. hard. Yeah. But she ends up going out for drinks at what's maybe a hotel bar. We couldn't <laughs> it's quite tell. Very much a hotel bar. <laughs> I actually think they walk out and it's a hotel. Oh, was it? I think so. <laughs> so she meets her uh, best friend, who I believe is named Melanie, who is of course a doctor. <laughs> and she, in a very kind of Tyler Perry, why did I get married fashion says, you know, I, I went to med school and I did residency and did all that. And I still had time for this as she shows her like mm-hmm. wedding band. So all very kind of cliche lawyer, doctor things. But anyways, they're, you know, two seconds into walking up to the bar. There's this handsome guy, Xavier, sitting at the bar. And so Melanie says, you know, tell my friend she's extraordinarily beautiful or whatever. 
or can, something like that. And so they started strike, strike up a conversation and, you know, butterflies were had and <laughs> angels sing. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you, you actually skipped to the beginning. Maybe because the beginning of the movie felt like the middle of the movie. <laughs> well, I was going, so I was going to go back to where we first met Xavier with his ex-wife. Now, I, I guess we can, I did skip the, I guess we should mention the very beginning of the movie. Because when we start, when we hit play, we really thought like it had started randomly in the middle of the film. <laughs> but you could, you could share the opening scene. <laughs> oh, the opening scene is um, Michelle, aka Chastity, in her car. Um, she gets out to go kind of. It's dark. She gets out to go like check the back, and next thing you know, there's a man running up on her, um, trying to assault her, and throws her into the back of her own car. And then we cut to, you know, her being a lawyer and <laughs> having a doctor friend. But it was, as a viewer, it was like, what, what am I watching? Because <laughs> it wasn't well done. I've, I've watched plenty of movies where you start at the end and you go back to the beginning. And they, they explain a little better. This one, there was no, like, words. <laughs> there was no exposition, nothing. Yeah. It's just <laughs> right to the action. <laughs> right to it. <laughs> And then so, yeah, um, when we meet Xavier, before he meets Chassie at the hotel bar, uh, he's arguing with um, presumably his soon-to-be ex-wife, and uh, he had punched a hole in the wall. And she's like, "Uh, you punched this hole right beside my head? And he's like, but I didn't hurt you. (laughs) And so she takes off her ring and leaves. And... We'll come back to her later because we never, surprisingly, never see her again. <laughs> so I spent, or I think we both spent like the first half of this movie trying to figure out what city or what region <laughs> this film was in. Mm-hmm. It's set in uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. And um, Chassie's parents, played by Miss Tina, and I don't know who that is, but... I don't know either. I've seen him before, but I don't know. Yeah, he looks familiar. They live out on some island, uh, I guess off the coast of Washington or in the Sound. I don't know what's going on (laughs) in the Pacific Northwest. But it seems to be, there's a lot of people, or a lot of black people for it to be the Pacific Northwest. (laughs) So anyways, Chastity and Xavier, they end up talking for like hours at the hotel bar, exchange numbers, she goes out to visit her parents and he calls and asks her out. And on the date, uh, so she shows up and she's like, you know, I said just one drink. And then she's like, um, you know, that's all I'm here for. Like, if you're looking for something else, think again, friend. <laughs> think again, friend. <laughs> and then immediately they are in bed. <laughs> It was, I was shocked with the turnaround. Like, I could have seen, like, if maybe we saw them having a couple drinks and they ended up in bed. It was just, also for, like, a T.G. Jakes film, I didn't expect this many sex scenes. Granted, they weren't graphic, but still. There was only two. <laughs> Again, I didn't expect this many sex scenes in a T.G. Jakes movie. And they were all, like... There was zero sexual chemistry or even just like flirting. And then it'd be like all of a sudden they were <laughs> together. Right. 
no kind of build up. <laughs> I mean, did T.D. Jakes write these films? <laughs> who, who wrote these? I, I wrote, did Tyler Perry write these? <laughs> no, this is... Right, I'm, I'm going to give Tyler a little more... I'm going to give Tyler a little more than this. This was... <laughs> this was something. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm, you know, they're getting more into each other and the first glimpse, obviously, Xavier is going to be the person uh, who is filled with wrath, who's <laughs> wrathful. <laughs> so, Chastity is like, you know, I'm super busy. I'll hit you up when I'm out of the weeds. Like, you know, I just need a couple of weeks to focus on work. And we see him getting angry, but he pushes it down. So, mm-hmm. you know, but keep that in your back pocket. Well, after, after this, he, um... He proposes to her, right? Yeah, so I guess Chastity... Even though he might still already be married to the last woman? Yeah, there's no way that divorce is finalized. <laughs> it's I feel... And they don't give you any kind of time frame, but I assume this couldn't have been... At, like, at very most, three to four weeks since meeting each other. <laughs> I would, well, no, because remember, it, would, it had only been like a week, maybe two weeks, because... She was like, I'm busy this week. And then she was like, how long have you been thinking about this? And he was like, well, only seven days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but it could it hasn't been more like 14 days since they have met and got to the point of him but asking her to marry him. We don't know exactly how much time there was between think again, friend, sex, and then, <laughs> and then when she said she was busy. So that might be a, at least a week. So that's why I'm giving them like three weeks, probably. Okay. All right. <laughs> but I mean, still, you're right. It could just be like a week and a half, like for all we know. He asked. His wife left him on the day he met her. I mean, I'm not saying it's not crazy. <laughs> but yeah, there's no way that divorce. I mean, they pr- probably haven't even like filed paperwork yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so you know i guess chastity finished her deposition and they were hanging out <laughs> and um yeah she called it epically romantic but and said i'm glad i have you in my life but it's way too soon for yeah engagement entirely too soon yeah and then he tried to make it seem like oh i just like randomly thought of that he had a whole entire <laughs> ring that he then got angry about when she said no and threw it into the harbor bay. I don't, I don't yeah. whatever body of water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. this dude is like really dramatic. Like I spent the whole movie like, why is he like this? <laughs> like why wasn't he obsessed with his wife why was he so obsessed with this woman that's what i don't understand like why so then also after he threw that ring which dummy like why would you like save it to propose later or get your money back (laughs) right but like he throws the ring and then you see him outside of chastity's window just like lurking outside her house so i'm like why why aren't you stalking your ex-wife like not wishing this on her but like did she were you just like over her and like you're like oh it's time i'm ready to stalk or be obsessed with somebody else i need a new obsession yeah or maybe he was just on the rebound and that's why he's so obsessed he only had his Mm. wife all this time 
Oh, that's true. Who knows? Get to learn um, someone else's like new uh, new patterns and <laughs> schedules and whatnot. Maybe that's thrilling. the rule of the chase. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As we mentioned, Lil Romeo, or you don't go by Lil Romeo. Anyway, <laughs> it's Romeo. Since like 2001. Uh, yeah, Romeo Miller uh, plays Chastity's childhood or high school boyfriend, Roger. Even though he looked like her little brother <laughs> more than her high school boyfriend. I could see that a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> but... She's, um, Chastity's having lunch with Xavier, and while she's waiting for him, Roger just happens to, you know, show, be at the restaurant, so he sits down, and... Which they also never explain, because Roger lived in Wavecrest, which was a town somewhere outside of Seattle. It's an island, yeah. An an island. (laughs) (laughs) So he lived there. But was randomly at the same restaurant or wherever she was, hotel. Yeah. <laughs> In Seattle as this woman. I don't buy it. I mean, maybe you, because they said you got to take a ferry to get to Wavecrest. So maybe sometimes you got to take the ferry in the town to get your, I don't know, your big belongings. <laughs> You gotta go to like shop at the Walmart, the general store, and (laughs) stock up. I don't know, (laughs) but that's true. They never explained why he was there. This this movie this felt like a Tyler Perry movie because there were so many things that happened that I was just like, what? Why? (laughs) What did that have to do with this? And why aren't they questioning this? Yeah, well, they do have a chance to catch up. And Roger, apparently they had taken karate together as kids, and now Roger owns his own karate dojo. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like a karate master now. (laughs) He was a black belt. (laughs) Yeah. Five-time black belt. Yeah, which, I mean, good good for Roger. It's just (laughs) weird to think of Romeo as like... A black belt karate person. Because he's not. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, uh, Xavier comes up, sees them. He's always looking through a window. So he sees them through the window and walks in. It's just kind of like, huh, like, you know, who's this guy? Whatever. But puts on a relatively friendly face and you know chassis like this is my childhood friend so he kind of like lets that go but like you know we're seeing the red flags and mm-hmm. laying the groundwork for um his wrath to be on full display <laughs> so something happens at his job now this is a big thing that never got explained <laughs> and i'm yes very annoyed about this yes. all we hear is like he sent an email where he accidentally copied someone and then I guess tried to send another email to fix it, and like his um, boss or the head partner or whoever is like, um, "Your mistake wasn't sending the email; it was trying to fix it by like covering your own ass." So he's really like stressed out and frustrated, and Chastity FaceTimes him, and she's like, "How about you know I'm gonna order Thai, you know it'll cheer you up. Come over." So he goes over for the cheer up dinner, but then 
Chassis on FaceTime with Roger when he walks in. So, of course, now he's pissed. Mm. And he's like, you know, is there something else going on? Like, it's clear that he likes you. And she's like, I mean, you know, we dated for like a year in high school. Like, that doesn't even, mm-hmm. like, that doesn't count. And that counts to Xavier. So <laughs> he, uh, so she's like, you know, how about you go? Like, you just need to calm down. Like, let's, let's take a beat. You had a rough day. Like, you know, we can reconvene later. So he grabs her phone and she's, he's like, okay, yeah. And while I go, like you can FaceTime Roger all night. And he <laughs> slams her phone on the ground and breaks it. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this is where she, Initially was like, I'm done with you, right? And then we see yes. her at that same hotel bar again <laughs> <laughs> for work. And then he happens to be there. Of course he is. And he's trying to talk to her. And she's like walking away. And that's when he's like, I'm, su- I'm a survivor <laughs> of child abuse. <laughs> no wait because when he said it I laughed at it and you were like why would you laugh and here you are up here giggling <laughs> no why is it funny now <laughs> because it's just ridiculous <laughs> it's just ridiculous was the reason I laughed when he said it was because it just seemed like such a manipulative like <laughs> yeah. oh fuck like she's really wants to break up what can I throw out to get her and I'm saying it's not true but it just felt I got very... ADHD <laughs> <laughs> exactly like, desperate it's like right like one final Hail Mary <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even hear like his explanation of how that relates <laughs> how he behaves now well so he said he avoided therapy his whole life so i guess that's like he didn't learn how to deal with his anger from that the wrath again the wrath exactly it always comes back to wrath although i feel like this movie should have been envy because it felt like he was just jealous the entire time more than anything yeah that's kind of true because he was fine until Romeo, a.k.a. Roger, came into the picture. Because even, like, when she was like, oh, I'm really busy. Um, he was mad, but he was like, okay. But I, but I mean, like, he was still jealous of work, I feel like. Oh, yeah. So, I, yeah, it is kind of, like, all jealousy. Dang, TD. <laughs> Dang, we should we should have did the Seven Deadly Sins <laughs> series. Right <laughs> on, put it on YouTube. <laughs> so of course after that happens the chastity's like okay well I'll, I'll give you one, one more shot this is it I don't do three I don't, right. <laughs> I don't do third chances so okay this is like not at all an important scene to the plot but okay. after well actually it is a little bit because it's after um <laughs> As we said, lawyers and films are always trying to make partners. So, of course, Chastity makes Junior partner. <laughs> so, that's very exciting for her. And so, he is cooking her dinner. And he says something about her... Um, what, what are work bags called? <laughs> what are they called? I just keep... Briefcase? Satchel? I guess a satchel. Because it's not really a briefcase. I think they called it a 
a briefcase. Okay, because I keep wanting to say, like, attache case. What is that? <laughs> I think it's just, like, a briefcase. Oh, that's funny. But... <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> but anyway, she has to her, like, work satchel. He's like, oh, you know, it's really raggedy. And she's like, hey, my <laughs> Did da- he say it was raggedy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not in so many words, but basically. And she was like, hey, my dad got this for me when I graduated law school or whatever. So... That does kind of come back into play. But the one thing I want to mention in this scene is, like, he's making pasta and he has, like, a marinara sauce. And he's like, here, taste this. Why in every fucking movie and TV show, they all, somebody's always <laughs> wants them to taste their uh, pasta sauce. Every... <laughs> In everything, like I'm, I'm like I, I think I told you I'm watching like Sex in the City for the beginning, and like uh-huh. Big just asked like Carrie to taste his sauce like a couple episodes ago. Like, why is that a thing? I, I don't know. Maybe they spend a lot of time on it, and that's they're just proud. Has anybody in real life asked you to taste their sauce? And it, it needs to be off of a wooden spoon. It's always <laughs> off of a wooden spoon. <laughs> um, maybe not like marinara sauce specifically but definitely while they were cooking yeah yeah i don't think anybody's ever certainly not a marinara (laughs) i don't think any kind of pasta sauce anyways i just i just don't understand why that's like how that's become such a common (laughs) it's just a very like movie thing yes and like the like when they put it up to like they never blow on it well (laughs) It's Maybe hot. <laughs> that's true. I don't. I don't recall much blowing, but like they always like put it up to the other person's face with their hand underneath it. Like oh, uh-huh. it, it might drip. It might be careful. <laughs> yeah. It's always the exact same motions. It's again not important to the plot, but it just drives you crazy. <laughs> Speaking of things that drive you crazy, and we're also random in this movie yeah. when. <laughs> The guy, what's what's the main dude's name? Her Xavier. Boy, Xavier. When he's getting fussed out by his boss about that email he sent to the client. Yeah. He had a pencil <laughs> in his hand. Like nervously, kind of like, you know, tapping the pencil or messing with it. Right. But like, it was a pencil that you would have in like elementary school. <laughs> that you have to walk up to the sharpener and like, you know, crank the sharpener to yeah. sharpen it. Like, who has that? Who just has a pencil in a meeting where you don't have a notepad and you're not taking notes? Yeah, that's true. Like, so I did have my, I had a manager, had an old job, and she did like those kind of pencils. <laughs> and I don't remember. Seventy. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess at, at the time she was like mid-60s, but yeah, now she is early 70s but i don't remember but it wasn't she didn't have them in meetings though like she would use (laughs) pens in meetings like i don't remember she would use them for something because i remember she was like you know i like having my number two pencils or whatever but yeah still you're right i don't remember her like taking notes in meetings with a pencil it's random not even like a mechanical right (laughs) right old school So things are progressing very fast, I guess. Now oh, we're also yeah things that are unreal. Well, I don't know if this has happened yet. Maybe not. But there was 
that scene where he pushes her out to the street. Oh, we're get, we're okay, we're right there. Right, we are right there. Right. So, <laughs> so I guess maybe we're at week four or five at this point in their oh relationship. My oh my and so she feels like he's ready to meet her dad. Which also, why just her dad? Why was it Miss Tina there? That's true. You never even saw the Miss Tina and the dad together until like that like final scene towards the end. Oh wow, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's weird. But yeah, so I guess her dad comes into the city and they go out for dinner and Xavier she's like, Oh my god, you're um Victor, whatever's Jefferson, whatever his last <laughs> name is and he's like, Oh man, like you're incredible, you're a legend, like just really like kissing his ass and Victor's kinda like, Alright, like chill. And so once he gets up or Xavier gets up to like go to the bathroom Victor, she's basically like, I don't trust him. <laughs> I would suggest <laughs> that you leave him. So immediately after, um, I think Chastity, like, she's just kind of bothered by what her dad's saying. She really it, loves this man or is starting to fall in love with this man. And she's, you know, upset that her dad is saying to leave. But Xavier's like, what? Like, what's wrong? Like, you aren't talking to me. Clearly it has something to do with me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just let it go. So Xavier accuses her of always seeking daddy's approval. And then she says something to him about his mommy Ooh. issues. <laughs> and so, oh, and I, I guess I should have mentioned. He, so. Victim of child abuse. Yeah, the victim of child abuse part. His mom had him very young. So she left to, I guess, go work or something and left him with um, his grandma and he said his grandma was a very angry person and she was abusive to him. So mm. coming back to this argument after dinner, when Chassie brings up his mommy issues, that like sets him off. And he like grabs her arms and he's kind of like shaking her. But like, I don't, did he even actually push her? Or did he, was he, did he just kind of like let her go? <laughs> she failed. <laughs> He pushed her. He pushed her. Okay, well, if he pushed her, it was it was not hard. And let me, <laughs> and let me be clear. I'm, like, you should never put your hands on your partner, period. Or anyone. Well, it depends on what the anyone did. <laughs> but... <laughs> But generally speaking, yes, you should you should put your hands on anyone. But especially if you're in an argument with your partner, like you should never get that angry. But just in a general, um, I don't know, physics of things, like I don't think he pushed her that hard. But somehow she fell into the street and a car was coming. The car also was not coming that fast. <laughs> so <laughs> the person driving stopped and, you know, got out and was like, oh, my God, are you OK? And then she was just like on the ground, like, oh, <laughs> like she couldn't get up. <laughs> Again, she was not pushed hard. Like at at most, like maybe she would have a bruise on her shoulder. I I think what tripped me out is that she she fell backwards. But when you see her in the hospital in the next scene, she has like a bandage on her forehead. It's like, how how could you have hit your head when you fell backwards? How could you hit the front of your head when you fell backwards? Did you do a spin move on the way down? And if I remember correctly, I feel like it was kind of like a bloody bandage, wasn't it, on her head? Yeah, like she had scraped herself. <laughs> or something. 
And again, it was like maybe if that bandage had been like on her knee, but like, you did not. Your head never came in contact with the ground. Definitely not the front of it. No, <laughs> and certainly not that hard. Mm. So also unrealistic about that scene. The entire time they were outside arguing, it was raining. I don't know one single black woman <laughs> that is gonna oh. argue in the rain. With straight hair, I don't care if it's weave or a wig. (laughs) Wouldn't have happened. Sands and umbrella. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I forgot it was raining. You're right. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. (laughs) So, yeah, as we mentioned, like they go to the hospital after (laughs) because she couldn't get up. Maybe (laughs) maybe they called an ambulance. Again, I feel like she could have walked to the hospital and been fine, but whatever. I feel like the injuries in this movie were really taken to a level 10. Oh, they were. <laughs> Definitely. So, which we'll talk more about that later. But so, in the hospital, she breaks up with Xavier. And he's, because he tries to come in with some, uh, like a too hot to handle shirt from the <laughs> gift shop. And she's like, is this supposed to make it okay? So, they break up. And... Okay, so somehow he, like, you know, after the breakup, she's talking to her best friend and he's able to watch it, like, through her (laughs) laptop. So I'm like, did he bug her laptop when they were still together? Did he break into her house after they broke up? Like, so many questions. Yeah, we we have no idea. But somehow he's able to watch all of her FaceTimes, I guess. Yeah, and he hears her what, talking about her briefcase. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what did you call it? Her Work satchel. Her, her satchel, her attache. <laughs> yes. Oh, so he hears her kind of complaining about it to her friend. And then the next day, she arrives at her office. And surprise, surprise, there's a new briefcase waiting for her. So she calls him and she's like, how did, how did you know? <laughs> And he's just trying to say, oh, we talked about it. She's like, no way. Like, how did you know? Then she goes to the, you know, IT guy at work to look at her computer. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, there's tons of spyware on here. (laughs) So she figures out that he has been, been, uh, I guess, cyber stalking her or spying on her. Yeah, no, not cyber stalking. (laughs) That's just looking at her Facebook (laughs) and Twitter. Constantly. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's a hacker. He's, yeah. yeah. And then, wait, when does he break into her place and does the dog? So, also, I just want to say when he, when she comes and the new briefcase is there and she's like, you know, you bugged me. And, like, she jumps to that. I don't Mm. know if I would have, like, thought that instantly. Especially since, like, he had already, he had made fun of her having the tattered bag. So I would be like, oh, like, he trying to give me gifts to get back in. Like, I don't Mm. think I would have made that connection. But, you know. It's funny the things that, like, the characters in this movie pick up on, like, that. And then the (laughs) other things that they're completely blind to. Yeah. But, so, yeah, I don't remember why, but, like, uh, Roger comes into the city to like hang out with her mm. and I guess like they're hanging out while her dog is getting groomed 
And then when she goes to the Gruber, he's like, oh, your friend already got him. (laughs) She's like, what friend? (laughs) And somehow Xavier has like hacked into her phone so he can send text messages from her number. For Xavier to be a TV lawyer, he's got a lot of free time on his hands. <laughs> right. He's not writing depositions. <laughs> this is why Xavier's never going to make partner. <laughs> Xavier also never said he wanted to be. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> so, yeah, so she's all panicked and she rushes home and Xavier's standing in her kitchen holding her dog. I think the dog's name is Duncan. Yeah. And she's holding, or he's holding Duncan, and she's like, "What are, what are you doing? How?" I feel like she's more concerned about the dog than how he got into her house. Well, yes, because he's holding just <laughs> like a, a, a tea kettle on the stove that's like you know steaming, and yeah. he's keeps like threatening and like hovering the dog over the tea kettle. Well, I think he did it like once, did he? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, poor little Duncan. Great actor. <laughs> I don't know if Duncan was such a good actor. He didn't look scared to me. He looked like he knew this was all for play play and he was chilling. <laughs> that's that that's that acting. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so act brave. <laughs> this doesn't bother me. <laughs> but it was funny. Cause it's this like itty bitty chihuahua <laughs> that he kept like putting on his stuff. Oh my gosh. Dog abuse. <laughs> but I also feel like it would have been scarier too if it would have been like an open pot of like boiling water. <laughs> yes. Because like if he yes. drops the dog on the tea kettle, it might, ow, and, but then the dog's off of the tea kettle. Like it's not, it's still not that much danger. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is. It's all very like comical. Like what are you doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> but like I thought it was going to be like a fatal attraction situation. Have you seen Fatal Attraction? Uh-huh. Like, uh, spoiler alert <laughs> if you don't want the like nineteen eighty seven film <laughs> Fatal Attraction spoiled for you. But uh like Glenn Close boils Michael Douglas's kids bunny rabbit. So I thought, I was like, ooh, like there's water boiling, there's a small animal. I thought it was going to be that situation. But I was, it, not at all. Um, also, again, it was a closed tea kettle, so it wasn't that much danger. But the steam. <laughs> the steam maybe would have hurt Duncan's skin momentarily. And, <laughs> it would have caused some slight discomfort. <laughs> so... But um, I don't remember what Chassie did, but somehow she's able to get done. Because I know she pepper sprays Xavier. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. she, yeah, somehow she gets close enough to pepper spray him. And then she grabs Duncan. But being that close and pepper spraying, there's no way it would not have gotten into both her eyes and Duncan's eyes. Absolutely. And then he was still somehow able to run after her after being yeah. pepper sprayed. Yeah. I guess when you... Want somebody that bad, you can <laughs> power through the pain. <laughs> but why? They never asked, or they never answered why he is so obsessed with her and not the ex-wife. The ex-wife. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. I feel like the ex-wife is just sitting back watching this like, oh, that shit is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Better you than me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he ends 
up getting arrested, uh, but we find out for battery, but we find out he's out on bail, like already. And she got a restraining order on him too, right? Yeah, she did. She did. So she, you know, needs to get out of Seattle. So she goes to her parents' beautiful waterfront home or mansion, really. And, uh, of course, spends more time with Roger and he is training her in his dojo. Um, (laughs) Right. I should say retraining since she was already a green belt. Uh, So she's ready if Xavier uh, pops back up unexpectedly. Which surprise, surprise. (laughs) Right. You are not going to believe, but... (laughs) He is able to find Chastity by hacking into her, um, whatever the lifetime version of iCloud is, <laughs> and uses uh, Find My Phone. And he, Chastity's out at a park with um, Roger. And I should say, and they're getting, they're getting a little close, rekindling yeah. that high school magic. Spark is still aflame. It is indeed. <laughs> And so he approaches Chassie at the park and when, um, once Roger walks away and then Roger comes back and they get to tussling and, uh, somehow there's two cops just right there. <laughs> <laughs> right there. And, uh, Chastity's like, help or whatever. And so. I have a restraining order. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> And luckily, the cops go after Xavier and not Roger, because again, this is a fictional film. Um, so Roger or uh, Xavier gets taken away, and I believe I feel like every time he's arrested, he's like, "I love you, Chastity," like, every single time. So he's yelling that at her, and so it's kind of like, okay, like now there's some peace of mind. He's in jail again. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, since he. Um, violated the restraining order he can't get out on bail she wakes up the next morning and on her balcony there is a uh gift box and you open them there's some kind of organ and it took us a while to i was like is that a brain it's very large it was very large so uh it came from a dinosaur (laughs) (laughs) so apparently it is an animal heart um, which you said were from a bison. <laughs> it was a big animal. <laughs> it was like that thing had to weigh like at least 60 pounds. Like it was a really big heart. So clearly like somehow this man has either scaled the the house and left this on her balcony or somehow got inside the house, was in her room and left that left the heart on the balcony, which is very terrifying. Yeah, they never explain how this guy MacGyver's his way yeah. into her place, the parents' house, <laughs> and also the dojo. Also the dojo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, <laughs> so um, Chastity calls Roger and she's like telling him about the heart and she's freaked out and he's like, okay, like, I'm coming, I'm coming to be with you, whatever. Uh, But then, apparently, at the same time, or overnight, um, Xavier trashes Roger's dojo. (laughs) And I think, as you mentioned, no security cameras or... Oh, yeah, no one can figure out who's done it. (laughs) There's no street cameras, nothing, (laughs) nothing to track this man. I mean, I guess this is a really small 
probably low crime community, they don't expect things like this to happen. But also, like, can you bail yourself out of jail or does someone else have to do it? I think someone else has to do it. Because how does he keep getting out? (laughs) That's true. Who is bailing him out? (laughs) Is it his black friend? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because then when him and the black friend were playing... (laughs) black friend his colleague were playing (laughs) racquetball uh he was said something like hey like you put your hands on her so i hope that would mean he didn't bail him out but if he was still playing racquetball with him maybe he did (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's just wild to me how this man can you know commit a crime or do something to get arrested and then like in this same small town <laughs> just run amok <laughs> truly truly <laughs> so for whatever reason chastity is like i want to go back to the city like i have to face this on my own which i don't know about you but like if i'm being stopped the last thing i want to do is go off and be alone somewhere <laughs> Well, but then she was like, he came to this small town. He's already been in my parents' house. Your dojo, Romeo. So where am I really really safe? Yeah, that's true. And I guess I could see, like, I I don't want him to do anything to my parents. So let me get out of here, maybe. And even the little small town cop was like, well, this ain't the big city. So we we just had to let him go. That doesn't sound right legally. I'm like, you're still Washington State. Is it not the same laws? <laughs> like they're like an unincorporated territory. They are an island. <laughs> this is true. So, Roger does not want her to go back, uh, but and she said something to him like, you know, I was, I'm just getting out of one controlling relationship. And I was like, I don't think that's what he's doing. <laughs> right. Gotta he, protect you. Yeah, exactly. But she's like, you know, I gotta go, blah, blah, blah. She's gathering her things to go. And her mom comes up to her and says, I got you a gift. <laughs> I don't know. Why is this so gift and then just pulls a little gun out her back just a a little old nine millimeter (laughs) just something slight no case (laughs) and what kills me is um chastity says mama that's not even wrapped and i was like that's the problem here (laughs) oh my gosh so um i guess she takes it with her right even though she's a lawyer and she says this probably isn't legal (laughs) you can't do this but i'm gonna take it away and carry it around (laughs) right so she's permits be damned (laughs) right i'm junior partner i can talk my way out of it if i get caught I'll just write partner's got me. Just write up another deposition about it. I don't know what a deposition is, but just (laughs) sustained. (laughs) So uh, so she's on the phone with Roger and you know, they kind of apologize to each other for getting heated um, about her leaving and she's like, Well, you know, like 
Uh, oh, he's like, I'm going out for my night run. And she's like, well, run over here and, you know, see me off. So as soon as he walks out of his uh, dojo and locks up for the night, he walks across the street. And <laughs> who would have guessed it? Xavier drives up and hits him with his car. Again, not driving that fast. Like, there's... You don't have to drive that fast to, like, hurt but, someone. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm saying... He was coming up slow enough that, like, there's no way you wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> Especially, it was at night. So, even, because I think, it's like... a small town, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is that? That doesn't change headlights. That, there's probably not a lot of cars. So, the one car oh, you're saying on the street. Okay, I, get, I, was, I was like, how does that change anything? I get, because you're like, it's even darker. Yeah. So, I got you. But, yeah, because I think he's on the phone, and he kind of glances to his left... And, like, Xavier's coming up on his right. But even still, like, you would have heard a car coming. You would have noticed the lights. Unless it was a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> them, them joints are real quiet. You're right. Yeah, they'll sneak up on you. <laughs> but um, still, the car, again, I don't think the car was coming that fast. But, uh Fast enough to get injured. I don't think it was fast enough for the injuries that Roger sustained. <laughs> well, now he did. He like hit him and then he backed up and then drove over him. That's okay. So that's pretty substantial. But, okay, I was confused about that because we saw him back up and then I couldn't tell if he like did a three point turn to go in the other direction. Because like if he because when he like because I was like okay if he's gonna drive over him we're gonna hear the like boom 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 you know when he goes over. I thought it was implied once he backed up and went forward and then you see his like lifeless body laying I, on the ground. I don't know because like I guess because like the people on the sidewalk when they came like the way they came up I I don't know I guess I just assumed that he had not driven back over him but okay if he drove back <laughs> over him then yeah then it makes Again, the injuries make sense. probably shouldn't be alive or at least not able to talk in the next scene. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> have some internal damage or something. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, there's definitely some internal bleeding, yeah. So, of course, Roger has to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. As soon as Chastity hears, she rushes through the hospital doors to check on him. And then she talks to the small town detective, who doesn't seem great at his job. (laughs) And so uh, she wraps up with him. Like he walks her to the car. She gets in. And then I think what she's like, I didn't leave that open. Is she talking about her like back? Yeah, I think like the, like, you know, the back light was on, like the door was open. Ah, okay. So she gets out to go close, like the back trunk door. And then... It's deja vu. It's the opening <laughs> scene from the movie. And a guy in all black with a black hat runs up. And a crowbar. And so, okay, he had the crowbar? <laughs> I still couldn't figure out if she grabbed it out of her truck or if he had it. He had it. Which also, if you're running up on her, why do you have a crowbar? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That you didn't even use. Right, right. And then dropped it on the... Okay. Or was it a tire? Either way, a a tool that he didn't use that was just laying on the ground. And then he dropped it on the ground. So would that have his, like, fingerprints on it? It He probably had gloves. Gloves. Yeah, you're right. But they should definitely have cameras at this hospital. (laughs) Yeah. At the car park or wherever they were. (laughs) 
So, um, she tries to fight back a little bit, and... and she pulled out them karate moves. Uh, <laughs> she she did. Roger taught her. <laughs> she did about one or two of them. And they didn't help her. <laughs> then, no. Then she got, um... Did she fall on the ground during this? No. Okay, she just gets just, thrown just into gets the... thrown into the SUV. Okay. So she gets thrown to the back of the car, and we see the man's face. <laughs> You'll never guess who it is. <laughs> It's Xavier. <laughs> so, for whatever reason, he ends up taking her to um, back to Rogers Dojo. Which, why How did he get in again? <laughs> right. Also, after the initial break in, Roger, why did you not get a security system? Mister <laughs> Ring. I was about to, just about to say like a ring doorbell something. No modern technology in this movie. <laughs> Except for the iCloud and find your phone. <laughs> right, right, right. I guess they don't have it on the island. So, for no reason, he takes her back to his dojo instead of to, like, a hotel or empty warehouse or something like that. So, and um, her leg is broken. Yes! And he's... Or really just her ankle. <laughs> so, no, but then, you know, later in the movie, she says my leg. Like, she very... Like, she confirms it. She had her ankle splinted. <laughs> well, it was he tried to do a homemade split. Yeah. So maybe that's why I wonder her whole leg. It was still like her ankle area. It wasn't. because well, I I do know that um, during this little stint in the dojo, um, <laughs> she did bend her knee, which I don't know if you could do that when your leg is broken. Well, yeah, depending on where. It's oh, I broken. guess it depends. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I've never broken my leg. Knock on wood. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's like, um, basically, you know, the the typical abuser, like, you know, you're making me do this. And she's like, you know, like, okay, I'll give you another chance. But like, you have to like take therapy seriously. And like, I'm going to go with you because I can't trust you and tell me the truth. And he's like, you know, that sounds great, but I don't believe you. And she's like, no, she's like, Xavier, I love you. Like, you know, look into my eyes. The lies they what she say? The lies they tell the truth, or they the eyes they tell, or something. It's so. really weird. And, and so then he's like, "Oh my god, I love you too." And then they're about to go in for a kiss, and then she punches him, <laughs> maybe in his throat. I didn't see the I didn't see the punch land on any part of his body. <laughs> She punched him in his throat and then she hit him with something too. Did she hit him with something? It was like a one-two combo. Okay. It was like a throat punch and maybe like a hit on the head. Oh, with a them or trophies were back there. <laughs> oh, yeah. They just won the trophy. Now, do you remember she looked, glanced up at those trophies at some point? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, so she does that and I guess, you know, kind of knocks him to the ground. So then she's trying to, I guess, army crawl her way out. And then, so he grabs her. So they're tussling with her broken leg. And uh, she, like, puts him into what you told me is not actually a sleeper hold. (laughs) Yeah, it was not. Usually, I mean... I don't I don't know how to do it in real life, but on TV it's usually a neck and the arm. Mm. <laughs> she just had okay. it by the neck. <laughs> so yeah, she like makes him pass out. And then she goes and gets a gun, 
which I'm not sure if that's just like in the dojo for security or if that's the gun Mama Miss Tina gave her. I thought it was Miss Tina's gun. I thought so too, but she like reached around, like she reached behind like the front desk to get it. Well, because he had it. So he had the gun. Oh, and then he okay. He put it down when he was like sitting by the front desk or whatever. <laughs> and answering some phone calls. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. So she gets the phone and then she stands up and she's like, uh, you know, pointing the gun at the back of his head. She And he's passed out. But she's like, you're lucky I have more mercy or I'm full of mercy or whatever. She said, I've got wrath too. But luckily, I have grace. <laughs> oh, I have grace. I have wrath too. Who talks like that? Who says I've got wrath too? <laughs> they really put in a lot of effort to um, get wrath in multiple times. Like oh. it was really the catchphrase. It was that, and like her forgiving. Like he really like tried to throw this like Christian in her face all the time like you gotta forgive me right you're <laughs> you christian right you, you have to forgive me, me. i'm like she had already she said earlier in the movie she'll be going to church like that so <laughs> god forgives but i don't right. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the phrase you better is it play with jesus don't play with me play with your mama don't play with, <laughs> play with your mama i don't know like you're something about jesus okay but um Anyways, so, but anyway, she's standing up, pointing his gun at him. I'm like, you got a broken leg. How are you standing? Because <laughs> it won't broke. It was her ankle. <laughs> <laughs> but she says later in the movie, oh, it's just a broken leg. She's not a doctor. She's <laughs> just a lawyer. <laughs> she don't know. She don't know. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> Anyway, so she ends up, um, uh, he ends up getting arrested while she's being carried away on a stretcher. Again. Right. (laughs) Again, screaming, I love you, chastity. (laughs) And, um, she, you know, ends up in the hospital. And so she's in a wheelchair in a hospital gown by Roger's bed when he wakes up. And she says something like, um... You know, the hospital visiting hours just weren't long enough, so I did this to <laughs> find another way in or whatever. And then, you know, she, I guess she tells them it's finally over. And, uh, yeah, so the movie ends with her going to see him in jail. And she says something like, maybe you wrote this down because I did not. No. Oh, okay. Why's well, room was silly? <laughs> she was like, I just came to tell you. I don't know. You can't hurt me. Anymore. I, don't, <laughs> I don't remember. Something like that. Something silly. It was literally like a sentence that she could have like sent in a letter or <laughs> called or something. She did not need to go all the way down there in her best uh, Janet Jackson. I get lonely video <laughs> attire. <laughs> But yeah, so, um, you know, I guess she, the moral of the story is um, she did not let his wrath affect her. And even when she could have killed him, she showed mercy. Yeah, don't let let wrath get the best of you. (laughs) Don't let it keep you down. Stalk women. (laughs) Nope, that's that's not the message. (laughs) 
stalk women and you end up in prison. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like this was everything I expected from a Lifetime movie. You know, plot yeah. holes, lots of questions, <laughs> funny in places where it shouldn't have been. <laughs> Terrible acting and story writing. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think you know for Lifetime, it was a it was a decent Lifetime. Does it make me want to watch the other six Deadly Sins? <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. but you know, I expected Miss Tina to have more lines than she did. I did too. <laughs> the way they were advertising, like cause the like movie poster or whatever it's michelle and tina (laughs) so i definitely thought like she was gonna be in there a lot more i actually i googled because i was like this this looks like a very low budget (laughs) movie (laughs) it looked like michelle brought her own clothes did her own hair and makeup to be fair though i thought like her clothes were cute for the most part, from what I can remember. Her clothes were fine. But I you did mention her edges and some They're yeah. a little rough in some some parts. They could yeah. have been pressed a little harder. Which and I, I will say again, in everyday life, because my edges probably look like that right now. <laughs> but for a movie, I would expect someone, a hairstylist to be in there. Yes, on board with yeah. the Yes. Yes. Flat ironing those wisps. But it's also like okay, not that not that Michelle looked bad. It was just, you know, I feel like there's been a lot in Hollywood recently about like black women and their hair, mm-hmm. and so I, I just feel like I could tell, except for when you saw Miss Tina, because Miss Tina looked great. <laughs> Her hair was flawless. Okay, <laughs> well, you know she probably came in for her own people. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> she looked great, but. Overall, it was just, I want, like, I love Michelle. I'm rooting for her so hard. But the acting was very, like, robotic. Like, I get it, her character was supposed to be, like, very uptight, straight-laced. But some of the dialogue just didn't feel natural. Like, it didn't Mm -hmm. feel like something a real person would say. (laughs) And yeah, but I mean... As that's I guess more the right the screenplay than her, but the but I'm not getting the, the delivery. delivery. I feel you. I feel you on the delivery. Yeah, yeah. You don't gotta do it exactly how the script says. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's true. Uh, yeah, I I don't think I could sit through another six, um, like Christian slanted <laughs> Lifetime movies. <laughs> Also, if they were, um, you know, I don't know, Buddhist slanted, you could, you could make it through. I don't think I need any religious slant. <laughs> I think because I feel like the beauty of like Lifetime movies is like usually they're kind of over the top or maybe cheesy, and like I feel like this movie like succeeded in that because I feel like we had a good time watching it. <laughs> I mean, if you hadn't been here. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of why I was like, okay, let's watch this one together and then record afterwards. Because, yeah, watching it alone, I think I would have just been making comments to myself. You would have been making comments to your dog and it wouldn't have been as fun. But 
Yeah, I I don't. Also, like, this had Michelle and Miss Tina in it. Uh-huh. Like, the, like I don't need to see Eric Benet in, <laughs> in one of these movies. I'm sorry. And who's the other person? High School Musical? Yeah, I think she's Monique Coleman. I'm pretty sure she's from High School Musical. No clue. Yeah, I mean, well, it was just her and Corbin. They were the two black kids, so. Oh, I, I felt like they spent most of this budget on booking Miss Tina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe Michelle as well. Well, uh, yeah, that is Wrath. If you happen to watch it, let us know <laughs> what you thought about it, I guess. If, if your aunt or your grandma or your mima <laughs> saw it. <laughs> Let us know their thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. If you have like a parent or grandparent who loved it, I would <laughs> love to hear. <laughs> I feel like whenever I think about T.D. Jakes, I just think about women thou art loosed. <laughs> I was like, what does that, what does that title even mean? Oh, is there a song? Oh, there was an album. There was like, <laughs> it was a whole thing, girl. It was a marketing package. Oh my God. For the Saints. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being like everywhere and I was just like, because well, why was it L-O-S-S or L-O-O-S-E-D? Oh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't read it. <laughs> I just know my mother had the album. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, you know. It was a book, it was a tape, it was a movie, oh my God. an album, all those things. Were there any bops on the album? I mean, I just remember the titular song. Oh my God. But, you know, um, I don't know. I felt like this is the least like frustrated I've walked away from watching a Lifetime movie. Oh. There have been others that have just been like infuriating. Mm. <laughs> like There was one about like a woman in like a smart car and somehow like she was locked outside of the car but the baby was in the car and they were also <laughs> in the desert. Like it, it was a whole a whole thing that I was just like Oh my god, this is <laughs> just so annoying. We're in one place, one scene, basically, yeah. for the whole movie. Oh, wow. Oh, that was terrible. But, <laughs> yeah, I won't be checking out the rest. But I, I think this one should have been named Eat Envy. That's a sin, right? Yeah, jealousy. Yeah. That's one yeah. of those. It didn't feel very... I agree, because all his wrath was rooted in jealousy. Yeah. Yeah. But... Missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, now I wonder what Envy's about. <laughs> it's about lust. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what you got your eyes on this week, Mal? So, as I mentioned earlier, uh, I started Russian Doll Season 2. Um, so, I didn't even realize it was out. I just, like, I think saw someone mention it in, like, a pop culture group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, I was like, okay, well, no advertisements for it. Um, but this season, it's it's kind of weird. Like, so it involves like time travel. Hmm. So like Nadia Natasha Leone's character it, like takes the subway and goes back to like the year she was born, nineteen eighty two. So it's just kind of 
yeah, kind of seeing, like, we learned a little bit about her mother in the first season, so we kind of learned more about it this season. Okay. But the only thing I'm confused about is, like, okay, so, like, this season she's time traveling, so is she not, like, dying every day anymore? Oh, she was dead. I never saw the first season. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Well, it's not, it's not really a spoiler, because that's actually in, like, the trailer. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You, like, that's the whole premise of the show. Um... But it's, so basically it's her trying to figure out why this keeps happening. It's like her 37th birthday or something or uh-huh. something like that. And so she keeps reliving the day. So she cheated death in the first one. I, uh, well, it's like she keeps, she's not really cheating it. She just keeps waking back up alive. Oh, she dies for real? Yeah. Oh. And so it's like it's kind of like the first time she hap- it happens, it's like she she it comes back and she's like at her birthday party and she's like, whoa, what? And then it's like it just keeps happening. So then after that, she's not scared anymore and she's like, oh, I'm about to die again. And then she knows she's gonna like wake back up. Mm. But I don't remember. Maybe I need to watch like the season one finale because I don't remember if she was able to solve it but now anyways this season it's time travel so okay so yeah um so i've only watched the first couple episodes of that um so far it's kind of interesting and um i love that alexis from schitt's creek is on this season oh yeah she plays her so nadia's best friend's mom kind of like looks out for her so Alexis plays the younger version hmm. in the 80s, yeah. Okay. So I um, watched a couple episodes of About Last Night on HBO Max. That's like, last night. it's a game show with like couples that's hosted by Steph and Aisha Curry. Oh, I've been wanting to see it. Is it cute? Yeah, it's cute. Okay. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's nothing like, oh, like I got to catch a new episode. <laughs> but like... <laughs> You know, like if you use WhatsApp or the background, like it's it's a cute show. Uh, so, have you been watching Atlanta? <laughs> yes, I have. Um, I'm just got like, girl, what? I'm 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 right there. <laughs> like, what what am I watching? Why am I watching? Why am I this? watching? Why did I wait two years for this? Yeah, I'm I'm underwhelmed. I'm a thousand percent underwhelmed. I'm just like, why are we like sittering this season of like white? white characters who aren't even main characters <laughs> um yeah i just have you you're all the way caught up yeah the last one was about the jollof rice oh i i have not seen that okay one. so you're not caught up <laughs> i'm not caught up <laughs> but but the last episode with like <laughs> that dude's nephew <laughs> that was so weird yeah. And then it was like the other white guy the whole time. The British guy. So I'm like, why was this an entire episode? Like, how did this move the plot along at all? I don't think they care about plot anymore. It's just, like, but there was like, I feel like in previous seasons, like, shit, like, could have been off the wall, but it was clever. And it related to what was happening in, like, Paperboy and Earn's life. Mm-hmm. I feel like this season... They're just doing off the wall shit because they can't. <laughs> and it has nothing. 
it's just more like social commentary than it has to do with what's going on with Earn and yeah. Paperboy. Yeah. Like, I would rather more like Earn and Paperboy story than this other stuff. Like, yeah. the episode with, what's Justin Bartha? Is that? Like, yeah, with name? the reparations. Uh-huh. <laughs> While entertaining, I was just like, what does this have to do with anything? This would be great if we could, like, sue people and get reparations. I hope somebody's trying it. (laughs) (laughs) But what does that have to do with any of this? Uh, Yeah, I'm feeling pretty underwhelmed with this season. I'm hoping it gets better, but... Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. Like you said, like we waited two, four years, however long it's been for this. Like, y'all could have kept it. Yeah, I haven't even, I mean, I've been waiting to watch it with my fiance, but <laughs> I, I'm okay waiting. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, you're, I'm not dying. I'm not to watch chomping it. at the bit. To, right. Well, yeah, when you watch this, we'll let me know what you think because it's just another, like, but at least, white character. Oh, so Earn and them aren't in it. No, no, they're they're in this one. Okay, but at it's least still in it. like, yeah, still focused on white characters. So, lastly, obviously, Abbott Elementary. I think, yeah, it was like the season finale. It was like weeks ago, wasn't it? Oh, was it? I think it maybe like last week, maybe a couple weeks ago. I I had two episodes to catch up on. Oh. But <laughs> I just wanted to mention, so this is episode 12, when Ava had to present to the school board to keep her job, mm-hmm. and Janine asked her if she was taking it seriously, and Ava says something like, yeah, I haven't watched Love After Lockup in over a month, free puppy. <laughs> I was like, what a deep cut. Like, how do you know about fucking puppy? Like, get out of here. Uh, also, isn't she like a season behind? If she's talking about free puppy, did puppy go back in and I didn't find out about this? I don't know if she went back in, but you remember the last time we saw puppy, like, I think there was like a warrant out or something. And I think Amber wanted to take her back to, she was like, just turn yourself in and tell them like, you know, your mom's been sick. And then puppy was like, no, I'm scared. Just keep driving. So I don't know if we ever got resolution on what happened. That's true. I don't puppies yeah it must be locked down all right yeah but i was just like wow what a what a tie-in so i'm also <laughs> watching love after lockup oh god wait did you see the punch <laughs> I, I was sitting on the couch <laughs> you know i've been talking to my dog Like, that man woke up confused. He was talking cast shit. <laughs> Had yeah. his hands behind his back. Just knew <laughs> nothing about to pop off in front right. of these cameras. Ooh, that night, was... night, little man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I rewound that about three times because I cannot. I, I was like, each time I had to look at something different. I was like, let me look at the dude punching. Let me look at the dude with the hands behind his back. Like, what's going on in the background? There was something new to catch every single time. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I like Loki love like those white dudes who like, you know, kind of have black sense. 
it ain't about nothing. <laughs> this little girl was about something. I was shocked. <laughs> I think what killed me was that he was like, I'm gonna knock your little pussy ass out. And then he knocked him out. And then he called his mom afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to be funny and have uh, her little friend pick her up and then after he got punched out she was like I, I just need some space and then she called uh, Sugar Ray Robinson to come pick her up <laughs> I guess I should say Jake LaMotta since he's white but, uh... <laughs> and then I think like an episode later when she was telling her home girl she was like I mean I went home with the winner the <laughs> right like, I mean, what would you have done? <laughs> Ooh, boy. <laughs> I have been watching that as well. Um, who is it? The Indy. God damn Indy. Oh, Indy, please go back to Maryland. Go home. I am yes. looking forward to this next episode where the mom shows up. Me too. <laughs> please take your daughter home. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh yeah, Harry ain't ready. Let him be with that uh, or Harry, halfway house bitch. Not <laughs> <laughs> halfway house bitch. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what do you have your eyes on? Um, I mean, very similar things. <laughs> uh, Black Lady Sketch Show that mm. came back. Yes. I have not seen this most this week's episode, but I don't know. I feel like it's back to the season one, like not being. Oh funny. no! I've only, I think I've only watched the first episode so far, so I'm very nervous hearing that. Oh yeah, well I I thought that the first episode I was like, oh, this is feeling like season one and not season two, like yeah. Lady Sketch Show. But. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Wait, there was an episode. What's the doctor? <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh, I kept but Robin with the blonde dreadlocks. Yes, when she went to the school, Ooh, and it was it Robert E. Michael E. <laughs> Not Robert E. <laughs> what is Robert Robert E. Lee? I don't think he was on there. funny but Never everything did. else I was like uh... <laughs> <laughs> y'all let me down you mm. let me down but I'm hoping I'm hoping for the best yeah I really am um woke I finished season two of woke oh wow on Hulu it took me a while like I started the first episode like the first two and I thought the show I mean, it was heavily focused on, uh, I forget the main character's name. Oh, Keith. <laughs> Keith Knight. Yeah. Um, his activism and, like, wokeism. At first, I was just like, oh, I just I don't want to watch this. But then I had nothing to do this weekend. So I finished <laughs> it. And it actually, it ended up being far better than I thought. Because it, it kind of tackled the the ups and downs of activism. Like, how 
challenging it can be to be an activist or, you know, to be woke and how commercialized activism has become Mm. and how you could be doing something that you think is good and you're being supported by like financial backers or corporations that have nefarious uh motives yeah behind their like wokeism activism so it ended up being far better than i thought so i was i was glad it it wasn't as terrible <laughs> that was gonna be um and can i ask are are there more positive portrayals of black women this season Yes. Outside of Shashir Zameda's character? No. Okay, <laughs> there it is. No. And that is what has well, been making me hesitate to watch it. Well, well, I was going to say there's one other black character that shows up. Okay. But, uh, well, I wouldn't say she's ne- She's not negative by any means. It's mm-hmm. more of like... um. Uh, free-spirited blacks on display. Like, she kind of has, like, non-traditional relationships type deal. But, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. There's another Latina that shows up. (laughs) No. Is she (laughs) Afro-Latina? No. No. So, yeah, yeah. Now, is she a love interest? No. I, I thought she was going to be for... Either Keith or what the Samira, whatever, whatever. Oh, Sashir. Sashir. <laughs> Samira. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they were setting her up to be someone's love interest, yeah. but she did not. She actually ended up being the nefarious corporation. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, well, I kind of like that plot twist. Yeah. Kind of interesting, but I, I would. It's better than I thought. I don't. I don't know where the show. I don't know how much runway they have. Like I don't know where next season is gonna go, but I'll check it out for a couple episodes. Um, I've also been watching Moon Knight, the mm-hmm. new Marvel series. I know nothing about the Moon Knight. I've never heard anything. Um, it's it's not too bad. I like. I loved like the mummy, like Brendan Fraser. Yes, yes. I loved that. We series. all did. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> I just loved learning about uh, like mythology, Egyptian, Roman, Greek, whatever. Um, so it's kind of cool. It's got some cool points. Um, and then I've also been going back and watching, rewatching Game of Thrones. I don't know oh. why I'm doing <laughs> doing it. Why? <laughs> I think I, I saw maybe I don't know Sophie, Sophie Turner somewhere is she pregnant or she had a baby I don't know I think I saw her somewhere and I was like oh I should rewatch Game of Thrones mm. so I've been rewatching it I'm on season 7 right now oh my god yeah I've been I've been rewatching it for some for weeks wow okay yeah. <laughs> for some weeks now wow but you know my my finale is the the Night King battle. That's where I, I stopped watching. So Yeah, that should be the end for all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like I needed I wanted to just like double check that yes, season eight was terrible. And yes, season eight was terrible. Yeah. 
But yeah, I feel like I've watched a bunch of other things. I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's it's like I feel like I'm watching so much that as soon as somebody asks me, I'm like, oh. I don't know, just watching reruns of King of Queens. Like, <laughs> I can never remember anything. Right. <laughs> I am looking forward to Drag Race All-Stars. Oh, all yeah. The all-winner season. Yes. That, I don't think it comes out till May. Yeah, I think it's like May 20th. It's <sighs> like a, a whole month from now. Oh, no. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. But I'm I'm looking forward to that. I I just I don't even know who to root for because I want so many of them to win. All my faves are there for the most part. I almost feel like I kinda want Jada to win. Oh, okay. Because I feel I guess maybe Shay a little bit too. But I feel like Jada really got gypped of the experience. Oh, yeah. Because she got like crowned on Zoom. So, in her own living room. <laughs> yes. So I kind of want her to have like a a more grand experience. I could see that, but to be fair, was Shay also crowned during quarantine? I was. That's that's why I said a little bit Shay mm. too, because yeah, her All Stars was it was right after that. Yeah, yeah, literally right after. I don't know. To me, I mean, I just. There's no, I was going to say, like, as far as flawlessness goes, Jada and Shay are neck and neck. Mm. But I, I still think Shay has a leg up on her. Because at least Shay, I think she's very, like, modern, avant-garde. Jada's very, like, classic. Pageant. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I feel like it's it's theirs to lose, honestly. Yeah. Um, I think everyone looks great with the exception of Jinx Monsoon. <laughs> Damn. I'm saying every, I feel like everybody else came back like, clearly I have secured a hefty bag <laughs> and I am investing that back into my drag. And I don't feel like <laughs> Jinx has done the same. I'm not disagreeing with you. I haven't watched Jinx's season yet. Oh. So that's why I was just like, oh. Damn. But I, I don't know what she looks like. How, could, how have you not seen season five? It's like one of the most like iconic seasons of Drag Race. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> you did just say you saw Yara Sophia's <laughs> elimination. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the, that's what, season four? Three. Okay. Oh Which would be fair. Like maybe because I had already seen season three, so maybe I shouldn't have rewatched it. <laughs> but there was like a lot of it that I had forgotten. Like I remember Raja won, and I really liked Alexis and Changela, but that was kind of it. So <laughs> I'm glad I rewatched it to be reminded. But uh, well, yeah, you, you have to see season five then. Well, now I feel very stressed out because I didn't expect to have this all winter season. So now <laughs> so I'm like, I gotta watch all their seasons. Yeah, so I'm like, maybe I could just try to skip around and watch the seasons of each winter. At least I already have two in the bag. Just two? Is that? Out of that, Raja, I have Jada. Who else? Viv- well, I haven't. You haven't I'm seen Shays? You haven't seen 
I've seen Shades Eliminate, or like when she lost with the roses. Yeah, that's her season. Yeah. Oh, but you haven't seen All Stars. The whole full season. I need to watch, no, I watched the, her All Star season. I need to watch her full season where she came in oh, second her place. Original season. Yes. Wow, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, we've got some catching up to do. Yeah, and not a lot of time. I would say, yeah, you gotta watch. At least watch season five, because I feel like that... <laughs> that and the untucks were just so memorable. I feel like so much of like drag culture came out of season five. Okay. Like all the Roxy jokes about Leap being left in the bus stop. Came from season five. Oh my god. Okay, well if you think if you think Yar Sophia's elimination, wait till you see the bus stop episode with Roxy on season five. It's gonna make me cry harder than Jana Sophia. It probably. Oh I, man. I don't remember crying that much at Yara, but I remember like being emotional about Roxy. Okay. And Roxy invented the wig reveal. This is where season five is where we see the first Whoa. wig reveal. Okay. She did. Oh my gosh. Okay, I will watch it. You gotta watch it. Okay. She did it to <laughs> Willow Smith's whip my hair. She was whipping her hair and then wow, flung the wig out. off. And she had another one. And everybody was like, oh my God. <laughs> now it's like commonplace. She was the first bitch to do it. Okay. <laughs> You're just missing out on Drag Race history. Okay. I promise I will watch it. (laughs) My God. (laughs) All right. Well, before uh, Kamisha starts throwing me on the ground like Michelle Williams and Rap, I guess (laughs) we'll wrap this up. (laughs) Yeah. Um... I saw it happen. Okay, well, you can listen to us on all the major streaming platforms. We got your uh, Apple, your Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and uh, Podbean. And please follow us on social media. Um... On Twitter, it's TEWWTV Podcast. And on Instagram and Facebook, it's Their Eyes Were Watching TV, all one word. Yeah. Till next time. Are you okay? You look like zoned out. No, I was so weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to let Cam get some rest. We'll see y'all later.